What's up, everybody? You are listening to Switch Flicks, the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm here with my favorite true criminal. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam, how's it going? You know, I used to be in an uh, institution for the criminally insane. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, it's called the Institution of Marriage. Oh, God. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> you should be an institution for that joke. Wait, 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 wait. The rules of the podcast are simple. Haysam and I review something. One of us will have to love it. One of us will have to hate it. Who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate? The coin of fate. The coin of fate. The catch is that at any point in our debate, we can use the switch to change positions. So if you loved it, you now hate it. And if you hated it, you now love it. Spoilers, as always. Today, we are reviewing the Apple Plus limited series, Blackbird. Let us begin with our patented one breath synopsis. <clears throat> I would love for you to do it uh, in the voice of the <laughs> criminal uh, in, in the this voice show. of Larry. In the voice of Larry. I don't know show. if I could do that. Oh, okay. Let me let me see what I can do. Blackbird. Okay. Blackbird. Black. Okay. <clears throat> Blackbird is an American crime drama limited series developed with Dennis Lahan based on the 2010 autobiographical novel in the Devil the Fallen Hero serial killer in a dangerous bargain for redemption. James Jimmy Keenan is a promising young football star who failed to impress the college football. He turned to a life of crime dealing narcotics until he was arrested. <laughs> Part of a wider stick operation called Operation Snowplow. He accepted a plea deal, which he believed to be five years, released with parole after four years. However, in addition to his drug dealing, he was charged with possession of a number of illegally held firearms and was sentenced to ten years without parole, given his natural, charming personality and gift for talking. He was offered an opportunity for a commuted sentence by federal authorities. This is the story of the dangerous deal he was offered. And what happened next? I'm now about to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, you love Blackbird. If it lands on tails, you hate it. Here goes nothing. Let's do it. Tails, you hate Blackbird. Harrowing. True. (laughs) True? Okay. Harrowing. Okay. You said that already. True. Okay. Again. Truly harrowing. All right. This is the story of a killer. A killer. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. There's no. I'm not feeling either way about it right now. This feels a little bit like a just like a a summary. <laughs> Where's the love? <laughs> Trying it again. Okay. Say true. Just In say this? true. I fucking dare you. <laughs> say it. I know you want to. True. Amazing. Crime. <laughs> True crime. <laughs> yes. This, in our day and age, everybody loves true crime. And there is no crime truer than this one. <laughs> it is a story that is stranger than fiction. An yeah. edge off your seat. Mm-hmm. Nail biter. I loved Blackbird. Wow. This show was more, almost as painful as your, uh, your, your, your first statement here, you know, to get through. I enjoyed this, this show more when it was called True Detective. Mm. You know, like I enjoyed this show more when when it was done over and over and over in the past. So, no, I'm sorry. I did. I, I hated Blackbird. It was just a rehash of old tropes. You know, the ironic thing is true detective. Not true. 
this show <laughs> actually true. Uh and it is such a fascinating untold story. Okay. Uh you get what at, at its core, yes there is true crime in it, but at its core it's a character drama. Mm-hmm. You have such an amazing ensemble cast here giving it their A game. Right. This this film tries so or this series tries so hard, all right, to grab your attention, you know, and and just make you think that it's going to be exciting and sexy and violent and drug-fueled and, and, and sexy. In the first episode, the first 10 minutes, this sounds mildly, this looks mildly intriguing. And then the rest of it is just like, all of a sudden, you're dealing with some weirdo, loser, okay, uh, weird accent, all right? Some strange thing behind his eyes, all right? Looks at me funny all the time. Oh god. All right. Okay, let's guy who just who just who just takes over the rest of the, of the show and it's like this is not what I what okay. I came in here for. And yes, I am talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this movie, the show does start with 11 minutes of this and that's such great storytelling where in 11 switch. minutes switch switch. It is such terrible storytelling. <laughs> where you know it is just going for all the kind of tropes of this genre right oh look he sells drugs and he has a uh, shallow sex right and it is such a uh, by the numbers shallow portrayal of this character uh, and are we supposed to like sympathize with this guy because he's a protagonist he's a terrible person listen you should know better all right this is this is a story of transformation and as he goes through the film he is broken down he is he is and i don't buy any of it well you I, know by the end of it you know it's if you know if you don't buy any of it it's uh, i do not buy his your it's, fault. it's it's <laughs> it's the actor right he's trying he has like this little grin that he has on his face where he's trying to be a tough so charming tough italian guy but it's not like the way he walks it's such a like it's he's trying so hard he walks There's like a, a freaking cannonball what are you talking There about Taron Edgerton's performance in this is brilliant all right uh, you know not not since uh, uh, rocket man have i seen Taron Edgerton be this brilliant all right and he is fantastic look he is built like a brick house i was looking at him and i was like very jealous you know i was like i want to be like this guy he's he's, he's he looks like a, a 10 million bucks but then you see how shallow and cocky is and you're like okay so this is just no, a, let's is, not only is his performance bad what about the guy playing larry right now i have to say uh this show is bad for society okay as a you know proud warrior for social justice <laughs> i think that we need to stop making people like larry people who are on some kind of spectrum feel like psychotic killers you know oh. it's giving them a bad name i think we need to stop that from our media stop that from our movies and series oh look he's the loner creep i think that Wait. Yes, that sounds very personal to you no i'm just saying i'm just saying that people who don't have friends doesn't mean they're <laughs> creepy and they're right. killing people right. people on some kind of spectrum i think this movie uh, i think we need to stop that trope it's been a trope for so long he's playing this character up because you know without you know uh, you know kind of uh, as the film progresses as the series progresses you realize that there's a huge question mark 
around Larry Hall. You're not sure whether he is sympathetic, where he, whether he is telling the truth, or whether this is an act, you know? And that's the thing about this film, is it keeps you, get this series, that's the thing about this series, is that it keeps you guessing the whole time, you His know? His performance is so over the top. Switch! His performance is so under the under bottom. The bottom. <laughs> <laughs> he gives a subtle, true-to-life performance of who this character was. Have you seen the real Larry? The you know they look the same, they act the same, oh, they it's talk so the easy. same. Like, so you make some mutton chops and 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 what, and you're chubby. I mean, that's it. That's that's all you need to do to be the. the it is. And, and and by the way, you know, every episode it's like with Ray Liotta. Where the fuck is Ray Liotta? Um, I mean, he's not even in the series. You know, it's is, like in this entire series, I'm like, okay, well, at least there's Ray Liotta. Nowhere to be found. So I mean, that's like false advertising. Well, Ray Liotta's final performance is heartbreaking. Uh, but it's not in this series because I couldn't see him anywhere. He is the connection of our main character to the real world. He's the emotional core of the show. And even though he's not there for a very long time, the time that he is there, he makes his presence felt. I'm truly confused about what you're talking about because Ray Liotta is not in this series. Uh, he wa- he's not in the series. Did you not realize that he's gotten old? He does not look like he used to... Look like in Goodfellas. He's he's the dad. He's he's the dad. Yeah, he's the dad. You seem to not have. No, I didn't. Yeah, he's a chameleon. He he's is so good in this show that you don't even realize. Well, still, I mean, look. I, if I'm asking for Ray Liotta, I want to get Ray Liotta. Yeah. All right. I, I want to get Goodfellas. No. I want to get. I want to get Ray Liotta. Like you know, taking jabs at people, stabbing right. people. I want to get Ray Liotta as Ray Liotta. I don't want to get like an old broken man. You know. Yeah. That's not what I want. Okay. That, you know. Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, and then there's the sec- other half of the show, right? There's the there is the procedural crime investigation show something like a true detective but actually true and that is such a fascinating part of the story seeing the trail learning all the real details of this crime listen all right this was uh you know from from beginning to end seeing this procedural you know process was super confusing we kept jumping back and forth in time where am i am i in 1997 1993 1978 2004 who what the heck is going on listen Switch. man it is just brilliant how they just you know mesh and intermesh all of these different timelines it's got like shades of you know of of uh, intricacy you know like you're calling back to the non linear narrative filmmaking that we we all love so much and uh, you know you've got you've got a, a mystery that is being solved right before your eyes mm. keeping you questioning the entire reality around which this this series is, is being built the problem with this show is that it is forced to kind of become a parody of this true detective type story because there isn't much story here the true story isn't that it's kind of anticlimactic Nothing really happens, and so this show is kind of bending over backwards to try and make it interesting, and it fails. That is complete, utter nonsense. Listen, man, you know, between the two the, the two storylines that are happening simultaneously and interconnecting, you know, one with Greg Kinnear, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, as, as, as the lead detective, along with, you know, the, the, the female detective who's fantastic, uh, uh, she plays Lauren, you know, uh, on the one side, and then she's kind of interconnecting that with the modern, uh, with the current timeline, with with you know Taryn, uh, uh, you know with with Jimmy and Larry and 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 Ray, and it's like it's so expertly woven together that you feel like you just it's this mystery that's being tugged at from both sides, and 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 the thing is that it's done so well that even though the storyline is so brutal, 
and these murders are so horrific that you are not repulsed in in the sense it's not overly gory it's just psychologically it just twists your mind that's up. the other problem with this show right it is not gory enough it is <laughs> you're not seeing the real the horrible things that happen when you're in prison right like it is what, what happened it actually to you feels what happened to you in prison haysam Tell horrible me. things. Horrible this, things. This show is so sanitized, you know. <laughs> uh, when I was in prison, I had to deal with so much more. Uh, and, okay. you know, and none of us had abs. Right. We didn't have abs. There's so many abs. They're very good looking. Yes, they are. Uh, and... You know, we talked about how dangerous this mission is. And yeah. then when he's in the prison, there was a br- it seems there was pretty a great. There Everybody's was, playing games. You say there was a riot where people were getting stabbed in the neck repeatedly. No. There, there was a guy who got a, slow, a throat slit yeah. by a prisoner being held. Against, not since Watchmen has there been a prison riot this brutal, okay? No, they're spending most of their time reading magazines and, they're hustler and carving magazines. Wood, wood stuff, wooden birds. That's only one guy. Right. and he's, he's, a, he's supposed to be a psychopath you know what listen listen this thing about the prison all right is it just gives another added dimension did you know that they filmed in a real prison mm. okay okay i'm not sure so if it's what? the prison that you were at all right <laughs> but it just gives it another added sense of realism a sense of dynamism it, you know it there is no sense of danger at no point was i feeling bad for this character or thought he was going to be in danger i was just kind of like ah you know he's a hot guy doing hot things <laughs> in a hot prison you know and i didn't see any oh, of wait, the uh, switch <laughs> you know uh i like men with chubby <laughs> bodies <laughs> Okay, I like them to have big arms and right. and and doughy doughy okay. do, like doughiness. Doughy. You know, just doughy thighs. Right. You know, and doughy I, thighs for and, your eyes. And, and you know, I don't want you know shirtless absmen. Okay, that's not what I want shirtless in my prison. Absmen. <laughs> absmen. What's absmen? Ab- men with abs. Absmen. Absmens. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Despite. My uh, love for Doe Yabsman. Yes. Uh, which, you get, sh- which you get a lot of with, with Larry Hall. Yes. I mean, to, you, you know. I still love the show, and that really says something. Because normally I would just reject the show right. without Doe Yabsman. But this show is so good. Uh, and I think what's beautiful about this show is that you get it is essentially two people in a room talking. And oh. their conversation is just so fascinating. The dialogue is so well right. written. The characters are so deep that you can't take your eyes off. I binge the whole thing in one day. You binge the whole thing in one day. I slogged through it, all right? It felt like torture. How long right? did it take you it to finish it? It took me two days. <laughs> Two days, all right? I, I just think that we've had enough of these true crime series, you know? Uh, we've had enough of two people in a room talking, all right? I'm sick of two people in a room talking to each other, one person who is sane and one person who is clearly insane and a criminal and, you know, where one person, myself, is undercover trying to figure out where the bodies are buried, Haysam. What? Where are the bodies? Where are the bodies, Haysam? I think we reached the natural conclusion <laughs> of this debate. <laughs> All right. I think we have reached the natural conclusion of this debate. Um, tell me, Haisam, what did you really think about Blackbird? I really liked it. I did not love it. Uh, I did, I think, it had my attention from start to finish. Uh, I think it's a beautifully shot show. We didn't really talk about that during the debate. Uh, but it is beautifully shot with great performances. 
Uh, and the real life story is kind of fascinating. It's not something that I'd heard of. And mm. so it kind of ticks all those boxes. Um, I do have a couple of problems with the show, but you tell me how you felt about it first and then I'll go. I freaking loved it. <laughs> I I loved this show. And, you know, like, look, we said spoilers as always. Actually, in the debate, we didn't really spoil the ending. Uh, that wasn't really by design, but we didn't. But at this point, I think getting into this conversation, we kind of have to yeah. because because that's a big part of the of the of the of the show's kind of tension throughout. Look, it's six episodes, right? Almost an hour long each, right? And it just transforms throughout from beginning to middle to end because you're following along with uh, Terrence character Jimmy and he's just such an incredible it, this film this series i keep saying film because it's a limited series it yeah. feels like one big film right and i got i, I hope that they, this story doesn't have a part 2 because it's <laughs> brutal but maybe they could turn it into another another true crime uh, uh, you know uh, story but you know it's just hit every one of these actors carried their weight so well you know and and i was talking shit about ray liotta he was incredible i honestly for the first two episodes i didn't realize it was oh, him wow i i'm not kidding the first two episodes i was like where's ray liotta and then i realized that he's the dad and i'm like oh my god he's so good he's so good you know uh you know tan edgerton absolutely brilliant brilliant because as he as he collapses into as his, as his character changes from being this cocky you know a uh, too self-assured uh, guy to the middle where he's actually kind of accepting this this task because he loves his father and he wants to get out you know uh, of prison and then at the end where you know he's actually crushed by all of the, these experiences you see the transformation that happens to him physically and that's incredible and you know Paul Walter Hauser is phenomenal mm-hmm. like he is he's you know he he does have this voice <laughs> that sounds like the old guy the neighbor in 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 family guy <laughs> uh, come yeah. here little guy yeah. <laughs> so once in a while i was like all right fine yeah. but you know who cares it was just absolutely fantastic i think the performances are extremely like they kind of what carries the show uh because it is a lot of people just in a room kind of talking absolutely. but you can't kind of take your eyes off the screen no you really can't i think taron edgerton is like i think he's probably one of the best actors of his generation I and really he agree. isn't given enough credit i think i don't know i mean what he um, did in in, in rocketman was just phenomenal amazing you know and now this i'm like right. okay this guy's brilliant was he in, he was what else was he in that was like a bit more pop um Well there's the you know Kingsman He was in Kingsman he's right? The Kingsman yeah, he's guy. the Kingsman guy. So um, so he's kind of fun in that. Yeah. But this is serious. This is and it's it's an amazing uh it's an amazing performance. And the story itself is I mean when you think about the story it's not a groundbreaking story, no. right? If you want to think about the story in its most basic, yes. right? You have this uh, uh, entitled extra charismatic lead character the protagonist Taron Jimmy right and he's caught in the first episode because he's basically gone from being a football star to being a drug dealer who thinks that nobody can touch him right yep. and his dad's an ex-cop right he gets caught he gets sentenced to way more time than he was expecting 10 years right but essentially soon afterwards he gets approached by uh you know uh, uh Lauren who's who's yeah. the the female FBI character and she basically gives him the option of you know essentially com- getting his sentence entirely commuted if he does this task which is to go into an extremely dangerous prison for the like criminally insane yeah. basically and to convince 
uh, Larry Hall, played by Paul Walter Hauser, to give up the location of these bodies. So he has to go in kind of undercover yeah. to get the location of these bodies to prove that Larry Hall is actually murderer. And throughout the film, you know, we're like not really sure if Larry Hall is a serial confessor, if he's just making up these stories to get attention, or whether he is actually a murderer, right? And as the film progresses, the relationship between them kind of grows and develops. The psychological aspect of it, uh, you know, grows at the same time. The audience is left wondering whether what's, what's true and what's not. And by the end of it, there's a conclusion, right? Uh, so that's not a super complicated story. No. That's like, okay, it's an interesting premise, right? But on its own, it won't carry no. six hours. I think what does work very well about this show is one, uh, Larry they somehow managed to make him you kind of feel like you empathize with the guy so so, so that's right you empathize with him that's the thing you right know? and i think that's thanks to the performance and the writing of it because you spend kind of the first you know first three-ish episodes going kind of like oh i feel kind of bad for this guy and you see you know, Taron Edgerton also feeling the same way. And a lot of the people who interact with him, he's like, ah, oh, that's just Larry, no, you know. Is that just how you weird. felt? Is that how you felt? Yeah. Because for me, the first three episodes, I was like, this bastard. Like, oh. like the first three episodes, yeah. I thought that he was... I, the only thing that I felt for him was that maybe he's so sick. Yes. That he's so insane. Yeah. That he's almost like not aware of what he's doing. Yes. That's the thing. I, I, so. I did think he was guilty. I never thought he was not guilty. I but did at one point. I think there was like I think a 15 minutes in like one of the episodes where they make you th- where there's a red herring where they're like oh maybe he's not and I think that is kind of an expertly done thing where they're doing that on purpose because that's what Taron Edgerton's character is also kind of going through and the other character is also like it's their moment of doubt yeah. right yeah. and so they're doing that on purpose where they're like oh maybe he'd... and then they go like no he definitely but they, got, they got me good. I mean, this is about, I think, in the third episode. Yeah. You know, there's a moment where you start to wonder, because basically the idea is that Larry Hall has a twin brother, yes. right? And his twin brother is a fraternal twin, right? And in the womb, the brother, the twin brother, essentially got all the nutrients. And Larry, not Gary, so Gary's the, the kind of lucky twin, you know, like in our case. Like, yeah. I'm the lucky twin. You're the one who didn't get the nutrients. What? <laughs> you know? And basically... Uh, you know, Gary gets the good looks and the and the charm and the charisma and the intellect and the good looks and the. <laughs> I get it. I, you go on. Okay. <laughs> and 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 Larry gets to be, as they said, Larry. Yeah. You know, he gets to be Larry. You know, and and so you're kind of like, oh, okay, maybe Larry's the fall guy, and maybe Gary. This is what I thought because at one point they showed a picture of Larry and Gary together at one of these reenactments. Yeah. That Larry loves to go to these kind of historical reenactments, and you realize in episode three that you know they go to these things together. So maybe everyone's looking at Larry, but yeah. actually it's Gary that's the sick puppy, and he's maybe telling these stories to Larry, and Larry's kind of internalizing them. Yeah. This is what I thought, and and believing them, and then saying them as if they were him and that stuck with me for a couple of episodes oh wow really a couple of episodes man a couple of episodes because i thought i was so clever i thought i was so smart turned out i was the weak twin Uh, i think (laughs) i think that also leads to what i thought was the problem with the show and i think the story that you just said about it being the other twin is a more interesting kind of okay it is a more interesting kind of twist. All right. That, right? That, 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 yeah. Okay. okay I okay. think that the problem with the show is that it ends up being kind of anticlimactic. But, and okay. what actually happened is so 
simple, right? That by the end, it doesn't feel cathartic. It doesn't feel uh, like there are any answers. But but maybe because it's, I mean, look, I don't know how true this is. You know, yeah. obviously this is based on a true story. I read up on it and I think they've, it seems like they've stuck very close okay. to the truth. So, so that makes it so that, okay, maybe because they're sticking to the truth, there's only a certain amount of liberties that they can take. And I, maybe the truth is... I almost feel like they sh- I wish they had just kind of taken it and then gone like, this is based on a true story, but we're going to take creative liberties. Because yeah. as the premise is, and as a lot of the episodes go, it is exciting, right? And you're following, you know, his character trying to get the truth, trying to get this, uh, uh, you know, evidence. But the truth, what happened in reality is he couldn't get the evidence. So maybe, maybe, maybe it would have been interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, finish your thought. He, he couldn't get the evidence. And they let him out anyway for trying. That's what happened, right? And so his whole mission was actually inconsequential. Oh, wait, that's the truth? Yes. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Really? I didn't know that. So in reality? In re- as in, no, Larry was still in prison. They let Taron Edgerton out because they were like, you tried, but you didn't actually get anything that we needed. This is the true story yes. that you're saying. Yeah. Okay, so in the true story, uh, Larry stays in prison. Uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Can't get the, the what he was supposed to get. They let him out because they're like, listen, you've done enough. Yes. It's and okay. That's kind of what happens on the show too. Yeah, they do a little thing where they're like, oh, but you found this one thing out about no. how he was killed. And so we're going to... Which is a big deal. I mean, and, I mean, come on. The ending of it ends climactically. Like, like that's much of a bigger ending than what you just said. Like, what happens in the show at the end, uh, you know, and I feel like we've gotten far enough here that we can very <laughs> yeah, easily yeah. just say whatever happens, is that, you know, he's desperately, he, he sees the map that, that Larry That happened is, in real life. That happened in real life. So yes. there was a map in real life. Yes. And, then, and then, you know, he can't get his hands on it, so he tries to memorize it. He gets thrown into solitary confinement. Yes. He uses the blood from his finger to try to draw it on a wall, and he can't, because obviously, it's, how are you going to remember that, you yeah. know? And then finally, when he's crying and broken because they, they, they realize that, that, that they've made a mistake and put him in solitary, and they take him out, and they're like, we're so sorry, you know, uh, they should have told us that this was happening. Uh, and he's like, I couldn't, I couldn't. He tries to draw the map. Nope. Yeah, obviously, the map is kind of useless. Most of that is true except for the but drawing in blood. Fine. Okay. Which is a nice dramatic touch yes. still. But then he's like, I failed, I failed. And then he starts telling them the stories that Larry told him. Yes. And because Larry told him these stories in detail, full of information that nobody should know, right? That was the proof that they needed to convince the judge that yes. Larry truly is a psychopathic killer. So from what I understand, that part did not happen. Okay. And right? that's really the climax. And that's really the climax. And they try and make it the climax in the show where they're like, okay, you know, he gets something out of it that is used. Right? Like that made but me feel like, okay, at least he gets, he gets to be the hero. It doesn't feel enough. Like I, to me, at least, it really did not feel enough. It felt really kind of like a small thing, right? Like at the end, you see kind of Larry and he's like, okay, uh, you know, your appeal has been overturned. And even that, I'm like, I want to see something horrible happen to this guy, right? And, you know, he's back in prison, I guess. And he talks to his brother and there's all that stuff happening. But yeah. as as it, like, I would have liked to see maybe Taron Edgerton get on a stand and, you know, actually say something about right. the thing. Like something like that where he right. gets a big dramatic uh, moment. And okay. it really didn't feel like he it happened. He didn't get the catharsis that you that you wanted in that sense whereas with me 
I, I now get what you're saying. If he had the moment where, for example, he got on the stand, yeah. then he would have been more of an active participant in yes. this conclusion. Yeah. Whereas because the fact is that he didn't even know that he was giving them this information and they yes. were like, you did great, you did great. He kind of then fades a little bit and he's just kind of in the audience, you know, uh, and the judge just kind of does the ruling. It kind of happens yeah. without the sense of that active Nothing, because I, yeah. I was thinking when he does say like, oh, you know, the belt thing and then they're like, oh, you know this information. I was kind of like, well, this is not going to stand in court because, you know, he read the files and he was sent by the FBI to <laughs> do this thing to get <laughs> That's out. That's a good point. I didn't think about yeah. that. He did have all access to all the files. Right, he read the files. So maybe and, the stuff was in the files. And, you know, they were like, oh, we'll let you out if you give us information. And so, he, like, I, I'm like, this is not going to stand in court. Like. Fine. It just but it does, did. It didn't feel, but it didn't. He didn't actually say anything in court in real life. Like they yeah. just let him so out. So they they they, made, they basically made that ending up. And if they were gonna make that ending up, then they should have done a better job of making it more watertight and a bit more cathartic. I I do, and I feel like you know. Again, at the end, I was like, he just kind of. I'm like, oh man, you're letting the ball drop here by just kind of like. You know, he was so smart and methodical, methodical like and for like got, six he episodes. He, he lost his temper. And I wish he was just kind of like, kind of, he, at the end, tricked him into somehow yeah, using yeah. all that information yeah. into getting the thing. Yeah. And I know that's not what happened in real life. Yeah, but, but then they did change the ending. That's a better really, show. Like, if you're going to change the if ending, you're gonna you change the well, ending, you might as well make it smarter, I guess right. you could say. And even though I, I think the momentum of the show was so strong for me yeah. that I accepted that. But now that you are kind of pointing it out, I see how the ending could have peaked more and yeah. been a little bit more satisfying. Like yes. like when he does lose his temper and all of that, I was just like really frustrated, yeah. you know? And I was like, okay, but, you know, look, it's easy to criticize, you know? Ultimately, I think that, you know, this was a phenomenal show. I really, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, yeah. right? Uh, uh, but I love the actors, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, uh, maybe this twisty element, like the primal fear, you know, yeah. aspect of like, you know, this guy was fooling him the whole time. And like, like maybe they could have kind of made that a little bit more extreme. Yeah. You know, maybe the twist of him actually being the killer at the end could have been a bigger shock yeah. because maybe he, maybe, maybe Taryn's character could have believed him at one point, but Taryn's character never believed never. him. He was like, no, he is the killer. He is the killer. Right. Uh, and maybe the ending could have been a little bit more conclusive in, in that yeah. sense. That's true. But man, like I still, I just, the music yeah. was uh, incredible. Great. great. You know, but by, by Mogwai, yeah. uh, who's the f phenomenal progressive mm -hmm. rock band, um, you know, the, the cinematography was just stunning. Yeah. The acting was incredible. The story was riveting enough. I think you know what same, I mean? It's I think got all of the elements, you know, it's, you know, I've listened to a lot of true crime stuff and I think what I'm describing is not only this, it's my frustration with a lot of true crime stuff. Because right? it's true. Because it's true. So that it might not wrap up. And it very rarely, you know, they're like, this is what we think might have happened. Right. And then you just kind of go like, well, we don't know. Right. And I, that's what, the show also is you don't find right. out where the bodies are yeah. etc so so with that in mind yes to conclude our show mm -hmm. where are the bodies hey sam <laughs> tell me where the bodies are so how many how how would i rate the show you ask me bodies. right how, how, many, many, how, how many, many how many how many dead how many buried bodies would you give 
Uh, 7.8. Okay, come on. That means you really liked it. I did it. really like it. You did it, really like which it. Which is why when I do have a complaint, yeah. it comes out so strong. Yeah. I really yeah. liked it. Honestly, I would... As a series... Look, this is the thing is that I'm kind of going to rate it based on what it's trying to be, you know? And I would give it a little bit more than you. I'd go like 8.2, you know? Like 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 in the eights, definitely, you know? Maybe even a little bit higher. Like like I think everybody should actually have, uh, you know, watch this, watch this. I've recommended it to a couple of For people sure. already who are really, especially if you're into this kind of true crime yes. killer stuff, then I think uh, you'll love it. Yes, especially if you're trying to figure out how to fool the authorities and hide bodies. Thank you for listening to Switch Flicks. If you loved or hated the show, please do rate, subscribe, and leave your comments. Your support is the fantasy of our twisted minds. <laughs>